Episode 8 of Celtic by the Hour. On Sunday, Parkhead saw yet another 90 minutes of liquid football as the Hoops defeated Hearts in one of the most one-decided 3-2s I've ever seen. Kyogo continues to wow fans across the country. Eduard looks back to his brilliant best and Stephen Welsh could be looking at double figures if he continues the way he's going. For the second episode in a row, I'm your host Peter Tomlinson and here to wax lyrical again with me and answer your Twitter questions. And so much more, we've got um, James. Hello. We've got Reese. Hello. And we've got Joe. Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll preview um, the Alkmaar game in the second half of the show. But before that, we'll go into the Hearts game. It was. Um, so, do you have any thoughts in particular about the lineup before we kicked off? Uh, I'm trying to remember it, to be honest. It was pretty much the same. I don't think there was all that much change. So we had. Um, it was Hart. just Eddie. It was coming I, in. I was That's disappointed right, yeah. to see a badder not starting because I thought he would have been back. But uh, I read, I think it was from STV today, that he's back for tomorrow. Aye, yeah. So um, no, I if it, I'm just glad it's not a major injury. Yeah, I was the same. I, th- I thought a badder would have come back in because I think Alan said he was going to be back for Hearts. But then, as long as he's right for the Altmar game, you know. Yeah. And in fairness, like I mean, obviously, I think we're all pretty much in agreement that we'd rather have Abada in the team. But mm-hmm. Force was pretty good, you know. The that that um, the foresight to cut it back for Edwards' goal, you know what I mean? He, he was he was good. He he was okay. Um, yeah, I I wouldn't have said he was good. I I thought he was. It was I thought it was, it was an a, a, yeah, it was an average James Forrest. That, performance he wasn't at his best he wasn't at his worst um he did his typical trying to get past the defender ends up passing it backwards or wasn't it like i'm not anti james forrest or anything but i wouldn't have said he was sensational uh i thought he did some good work on the ball um but i thought there was bits that he could have improved as well i don't think he needed to pass to edward i thought he could have taken the shot himself if he wanted to. And I thought there was a few instances where he could have made a bigger impact. But on the whole, I thought he had an all right performance. Uh, it was, yeah. I thought he was much better uh, yes, uh, Sunday than he was against the second line, the Jablonek. I just thought he was missing yeah. in that game. And uh, yeah. on Sunday, it was just a bit more lively. It wasn't the best performance, but it got the job done. Uh, also, he, he played on both sides uh, against Hearts, which was interesting because... Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if we've seen players actually switch wings under Ange yet, but uh, I th- I, you could see that he was more comfortable on the right. Yeah, I was thinking that as well, because it, it, it's got that kind of modern front three feel to it when them three play, and I'm sure it'll be even more so when Abada comes back in and we hopefully see Eddie, Kyogo and Abada playing as a front yeah. three. It's a bit more fluid, you know. It's a bit mm-hmm. more like what you see for teams like Liverpool, where 
you know the front three all kind of cross over and they've got their own mm-hmm. um you know what i mean so yeah. hopefully that'll mm-hmm. be kind of what we're looking at and it, i mean it's a it's probably the a type of front three that uh, the defences will be coming up against some weeks I won't have had to think about before. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, so in the last four games, we've uh, won four, which is good progress, and we've scored 16 goals. How sensational. I didn't, I mean, I remember. Punch <laughs> ball. I remember seeing how many. I'm, I think there was, an, there was two games where we scored 10. Or something. I was thinking that's pretty good. Yeah. But sixteen and four mm. as well. I mean, that is like, well, it's not hard mass, but that's averaging four a game. I'd take that any day of the week. hundred percent. If we can keep that up, then you know. Yeah. I mean, the excitement is back already, but I think that. Yeah, yeah. Know, Even even with the football, the the first the, the first couple of minutes of the um game, we could have probably had six or seven in the first half hour. <laughs> Yeah. But I mean that that is typical Celtic. It doesn't man- matter if it's under Dial or Ange or whatever. I mean, if Celtic are three and a half out of ten, we can all say, "Oh, it could have been five, could have been six. That's true, yeah. Um, and I I agree with that. But I've kind of just come to the realization that we're never going to put all our chances away. We're Celtic, like we're always going to miss sitters and everything like that. As as I mean, especially in a cup tie like that, I think the main objective is to get through. I know three two. Definitely flattered hearts, but as long as we're through, and we did get a very generous tie, so I was happy about that as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I mean, I know we've dug him out the last couple of weeks, but Craig Gordon probably does deserve credit. You know, some some <laughs> amount of saves. I know, I know that the Edward goal was pretty hilarious. <laughs> just <laughs> nowhere, but in. So the one they tipped it away from Kyogo, just mm. I don't know. I just think I just think it would have probably been double figures if they'd had a bug like a pretty like average keeper in the sticks. Uh, to be the, honest, the, sorry, go on. The shot uh, from McGregor, it was calling right into that top and I thought yeah. that's gonna be a wonder goal when he gets to it and you're Aye. like if if that's anyone if that was who was the man United goalkeeper there the few years ago? Pereira. Oh, if that's Jesus. Pereira, it's that's <laughs> sailing <one>? in. <laughs> So it showed why he's a good keeper, but uh, I think also it killed the revisionism that was happening a few weeks ago. But um, even before, I know Gordon had a wee instant with Kyogo. I don't know if you could see that on the telly, but Kyogo got brought down off the ball at one point and Craig Gordon said that he dived. And obviously that was when the boo started kicking in from the fans. But before that, he was getting booed anyway, and I didn't really understand why. Uh, he, he did. He did. He did celebrate. Celtic. Oh, did was it? Was it when they beat us earlier on? Before was, the cup ah, final, right, okay. he came out. Yeah, and also he was a bit. Of, he was a bit of a dick in the cup final last year as well with like Mon Red. Right, so. Can the ball? Ridiculous. I looked like he was going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> but he, yeah, he, uh, he was. Well, I had a daily record exclusive before that game saying I can't wait to, you know, like oh, beat Celtic, stick yeah. it to Celtic and all. You know what I mean? It's not not that you'd expect him to say I hope Celtic win by any means, but the way of going about it, like I mean, if you look at what he where he was when Celtic signed him, and I mean he'd been, his career was done. He hadn't played for like three years. No. Know. He was like he was only like what, thirty one or thirty, but he hadn't played for like three years at that point so. yeah because he's just constantly injured but I don't know I just feel like there's a just, 
probably middle ground to be had there with uh, Craig Gordon, where he mm-hmm. should probably pipe down a bit. <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw a tweet yesterday. It was like I was absolutely disgusted with the treatment of Craig Gordon yesterday. I was appalled he wasn't booed more. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> but yeah, um, so the open goal was unreal. I haven't seen it from Kyogo. I thought you meant open goal the podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see I really want to see how Is he not banned? Yeah. Is, is he not like banned from going on an episode if they lose or no, banned? He was on it. He's on it. Is he? He's on it. I don't know that Neil should have banned him if they lose. But um But I mean I, 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 I did, only played one half. So oh, hi. I did find it quite I did enjoy the wee cheery goat when he couldn't even face the walk off the pitch. It just didn't come out at half time. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was hilarious. And then there was a big cheer. Uh, but uh, yeah. no, it, it was good. It was good. Uh, probably in the last couple of years, he's one of the people who's had the uh, consistent best reception from Sally Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's up, there with, he's up there with Iniesta. Yeah. Uh, the Hamden 4 0 game, that's the highlight, isn't it? Yeah, subbed yeah, off yeah. before half Although, time. I, I know we scored three goals against Hearts, but I think my highlight was Kyogo going into Halliday. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was quality. And he didn't so even good. get booked for it. It was brilliant. It's brilliant. But, uh, Kyogo, his, his defensive work rate is pretty good. You know, there's a couple. Range, he probably, yeah. But I mean, the steps uh, in and gets the ball back pretty. Mm. Pretty consistently, I think he must have had five or six like um, tackles that he won in the first half on his own. I didn't really notice in the second half, but um, but uh, yeah. some something that the SMSM didn't seem to pick up on was well, they're obviously not going to pick up on it. They never talk about this, but how dirty Hearts were, especially mm-hmm. on, especially on Kyogo. Like, see that Michael Smith. Uh, someone on the podcast actually said he was going to be a solid defender. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but he actually turned out just to be a, a dirty wee bugger. Like honestly, any time Kyogo came near him, he just start. He would whack him in the face, or he'd trip him up, or he'd give him a wee stamp there. And I just thought it was like I couldn't. Well, I could believe it because it was John Beaton, but mm. I, I I just found it extraordinary how they actually managed to go ninety minutes without a single red card. I mean, Edward actually got booked before any Hearts player. I can't yeah. believe it. I mean, I know it's for a dive, and I don't know if it was a dive or not. But um, yeah. I was just, I, I was so, I was blown away by how many wee fouls Hearts were getting away with without any real punishment. Mm-hmm. I suppose it was the same against Dundee. Like they did crack down on it a little bit, but they they got away with a hell of a lot as well. Just little like nippy. Hearts is always a different beast. It's true, it's true. But, you know, that's kind of the what we've come to expect. Yeah, as well. which we shouldn't have, but that, that's the reality. Yeah, like um, any kind of players with a bit about them are going to have to deal with getting chopped down and, you know, the little underhanded tactics that standing on the toes, and, you know. Just, yeah. uh, that's just going to be the nature of it. I think Kyogo especially, his type of like lightweight, but, you know, they can't contain him any other way. Yeah. Nah, we if you don't bring him down, he's through. Yeah, he's going to get knocked off the ball every week, so... Yeah, um, yeah. I'll, I'll take the <laughs> penalties if it comes. By, yeah, by certain I, people. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, the the second goal, the Welsh header, um, 
Is that Edward Cross was quality as well? It was. It was well worked. We need Matthew. We need Matthew Duff on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm really a fan of these short corners, but it worked well that time. Yeah, yeah. It was Pugo was so like alert. It just ran and just got it right away. And I was like, Hearts weren't even back in their box yet when they uh, kicked off. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Then, next, I know the Cobridge Cannavaro was flying through <laughs> the air. Nobody's <laughs> getting it. Oh, I think that yes. I don't know if it's just that I've, I feel like um, I'm entering. I'm entering that uh, selling da space where. Um, I'm getting like defensive about the players, like you know, like Ralston and Welsh, mm. and uh, not Taylor as much to be fair, but uh, them pairs like Ralston. I'm kind of starting to get into that headspace where I'm like, oh well, why, why wouldn't we just stick with them for the year? But mm. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think Stephen Welsh is actually, you know, he's starting to prove himself. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. I've said this on Twitter. I mean, he's always been a solid enough defender, especially last season. I mean, to be solid in a team that was as horrendous as it was is pretty impressive in itself. And you could see that Andrew's really starting to excel as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, we could have had a. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I was just, even, even if we are sort of back in those two for the season, I think you still, like, especially at right back, you still need someone else in there with Ralston. Ralph mm-hmm. yeah. gets injured. We've got nobody else other than like Leo Connor to go in there, and even with even at centre back as well. I think the, those two positions have definitely got the priority. Be the priority. Um, supposedly, we're having Juranovic and Scales coming by the end of the week. So if we get those two, and I think that should cover us. It's frustrating though with the right back situation how it hasn't mm. been, you know, because it seems to be uh, reactionary rather than proactive, you know. If we'd had, I'm not saying that we gone in for this summer. Well, we went from what was it? So it was the first Sorry. was Soppy Boy, uh, and then <laughs> yeah, Buta, Kuto, Juranovic, then back to back to Juranovic. Buto, <laughs> then Juranovic, then uh, Kuto again. So you know what I mean? It's just been <laughs> a bit of a hopefully. Circus. This is now the Juranovic is going to come in, but I just need to say this now. Why are we still low-balling teams? Just pay the pay what they want. It's three million pounds. Oh, get it done. Aye. Why wait to the morning to get the new bad in? Get it in there. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> like the girl fun coming up, and as much as my bio says Tony Ralston propaganda, and I love the boy. He's in in case he gets injured before the old fun, we're fucked. In Juranovic Aye. needs to be in now. Leo Connor, CFC. Don't, just, don't, 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 don't. Genuinely, don't genuinely though. What, so say, say gets suspended or injured. Um, do we change systems? Because there actually isn't somebody that could come into the team. What about Urugide? Urugide, nah. They put right back. Apparently, I, I didn't. I didn't watch the West Ham friendly, but apparently it was atrocious. It, it was very shaky. Yeah. Hmm. And I mean, to be fair, that might be one of those things where, you know, there's work to be done towards getting involved in the system and things like that. But I think it would be a big ask to drop him in. Mm-hmm. Same with Leo Connor because he hasn't really played that much. Um, no, I don't think he's made like, a to be fair, appearance. Yeah. No, he hasn't at all, has he? 
No, same, so firing him in. First team are not like he has, no. So firing him in, yeah, no fun. At Ibrox as a full stadium, <laughs> that's that sounds horrendous. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you never know, some players might rise to the occasion. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, he's Republican, he is Irish, so maybe. Yeah. That's, that's the most Celtic that thing I've ever said. Go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ibrox with Scales and O'Connor. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we, we could uh, big up with Taylor and Nelson, so it's not much a step up, but I. Yeah, it's not much <laughs> different, is it? No. No. I mean, yeah, I think, I think that over the next. At least, I mean, at worst a couple of weeks, but I'd hope that this week we probably start to see some movement being made on, on transfers, especially in those fullback areas. And maybe that, um, what was the before we started recording, we were speaking about the top scorer in the Eredivisie. Oh, I, uh, Georgios. I'm not even going to try shaking him, but Georgios. The Eredivisie boy. Oh yeah. yeah, sorry, I didn't even mean to set you up for that one. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just any any more Greek strikers named Georgios because the last one was a beautiful man. Bring in another one. Yeah, no, all there for that. Um, but yeah, twenty-eight goals in thirty games in the Eredivisie last season. Uh, I saw someone on Twitter say this. We're also saying the same with uh, that Janssen boy that Tottenham signed, and he seemed to be a bit Vincent of a stinker. Janssen. Janssen, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vincent Janssen, what a player! He, he ended yeah. up did he go to Mexico. Yeah, so, yes, yeah. he's at Monterey. Um, Monterey, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he'll I be can... making decent money for himself, but I, I completely forgot he existed. Yeah, uh, I actually <laughs> forgot he did. But I mean, I, I've watched um, a shout to about Celtic on Twitter, but I watched the highlights of him. He seemed like a, he seemed to have a good shot on him. Um, he seems to have a bit of flair about him when it comes to shooting as well. I quite, I mean, my only concern is, do we need to spend too much money on another attacker um, before yeah. Edwards goes? Mm-hmm. I suppose I think I think that if you think about it, the way that um, so if we've got Kyogo and Edward that are definitely first team ready, assuming they're staying. Yeah. I mean, obviously Kyogo. I would I would hope is staying. Oh. If Eddie's staying, and then we've got a Yeti who's, you know, is he fit? Is he not? Is he going to be? Playing? It's not. It's not, not good enough. I don't know. I don't even know. We've seen enough of him to say. I've that. given. I've given him enough chances. I'm kind of I'm I'm tired of saying oh maybe you can change something no, I'm tired, but yeah no so absolutely was... so that's that's it so do we need a third striker there because you don't want either of those players to get injured and then have to rely on a yet uh, on uh, yeah yeah or... no I I appreciate what you're saying it's just I, I hope I'd rather solidify the defense first absolutely because I mean would... I, I'm not for the starfelt slander because I do think it deserves time but. I'm I'm not going to say I'm convinced by him either. I would like another centre back in there as well, um, even if it was just as a backup for when Julian came in or whatever. Aye, but I mean that's that's our first half review. <laughs> so I don't, yeah, we've, we've gone off one was... from Stephen Wells' head. Hang on. So I was just saying um, the only thing I would say on a Yeti is I think we all agreed after the first couple of games in pre-season. I know it's only Sheffield Wednesday and Charlton, but we all mm. did agree that he looked a lot leaner and he looked a lot better. Mm. So, and I was not given. I wasn't disappointed, but I was slightly. Then. Yeah, exactly. I was. I was slightly confused as to why we only brought him on with five minutes to go. Because I thought, surely, you know, 
I mean, you're three two up. We were three one up at that point in the game. Like, surely, if you're actually looking to implement a yeti, you're giving him at least twenty minutes, for example, to try and get himself into the game. Yeah. Didn't he even really... have a captain arm, captain's armband in the friendlies? Yeah, yeah. He was he was selected he was as captain for the that was odd. That was it's a really odd situation. I know, but then we've barely seen him since. It doesn't make yeah. sense. So it is an odd situation, but I feel like I've seen enough of him between start of the season and all of last season to convince me that he's not Celtic quality. Hmm. That's fair enough, I suppose. Yeah, I know so... it's brutal, but I've kind of had no, enough. I of still, it. I still have. I'd sort of got to that point last season, and he get he had a couple of really good games in pre-season, so I kind of still do feel like he deserves a chance. Yeah. Um, it's like having a proper, like having a well. proper. Cause he's never really, he's never had a proper run since he got here. So no. Ah, he's probably well, he's had, a couple, had a game or two, and then he dropped up the team again due to fitness or just not playing. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that's that's about it. I'd say. But yeah, in the first half we could have had a lot more, but we were probably happy to go in two up. I would say was that the general consensus? Uh, I was happy we were winning. Uh, I felt we could have got more. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I've I mentioned it already because it's a cup tie. I wasn't too fussed about goal difference and like that as long as we did get it through. But it, we had enough shots on target. I think we had twenty odd in the first half to get it to at least three or four. But at least we were ahead and it, it, we were playing good football. I think Eddie should have had a second with that when he hit with his right instead of his left. Yeah, but I think. We should have had a few more to kill. We should have probably killed the game in the second half, first half, but yeah. it is what it is. Story of Celtic Football Club. Eh? Yeah. So, yeah. So in the second half, then Hearts kind of, well, they took off Holiday at halftime for Ginelli, uh, no. who actually, I think, changed the game for them. Yeah, he, he looks a tricky player. Yeah, and I mean, he. Uh, one thing that stood out to me, it kind of not worried me, but teams that have. So, you know, Ginelli isn't necessarily in the top tier of players we'll come up against this season. He's probably, you know, mid, I, I think that... Mid to yeah, lower tier. Yeah, and I think that if we have um, players running at us that are of a higher quality than him, and I think I think that there's still still concerns for me over over how we defend as a team. Not, not just yeah. the back four or the keeper, but I mean just as... I mean, I guess in a different game we probably have played Sorrow or McCarthy there. And yeah, I was just I was just about to say bit. that I'm intrigued as to how McCarthy changes the dynamic of the defense. Yeah, because I mean, Cause like, I, I don't on. know if that, I don't because uh, was it the I think it was a Hearts game. Um, Welsh had a wee IRS run into the Hearts area. And that might have allowed one of the goals, or maybe I'm going crazy. That was the Dundee but, game, was it not? Was it was it the Dundee game? I think it. Aye, because it was the one where he passed it to Christian and Christian yeah. does that ball and for his uh, yeah. goes hard. Um, and hopefully, it, if McCarthy was to sit a bit deeper, if he needed to, that would allow Welsh to take up the higher role. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. Maybe I'm not saying that's the way it should be, but maybe that's what Ange has in mind, which. I did feel that that was one of Ayer's most ir- admir- admirable qualities. So um, yeah. if Welch was able mm-hmm. to take that in, I think that would be a big help to our attacking prowess. Yeah, I thought he was quite good when he came on. 
I thought he Absolutely. gave a couple of good it, passes. I think he it, it looked decent enough. Mm-hmm. Um, he got a few minutes under his belt. Uh, you could tell it was a bit rusty. Yeah, but he, he hasn't played in a long time. What do you expect? He gets that much fitness down. I think he'll be very good. I think that's he's the player you bring in for like yeah, a couple of weeks. He's the player you bring in to uh, big European ties against and, uh, yeah. Farm. When we're playing against big European teams, it'll help that defence. Yep. Yeah, because I mean, what I noticed as well with, uh, you know, the keeper, obviously Joe Hart is vastly experienced and lets the defenders in front of him know what he's thinking and guides mm-hmm. them through the game if, if need be. And I think James McCarthy is kind of cut from the same same mm-hmm. cloth in that sense where, you know, there was a moment mm-hmm. where I think he turned back and told Starfelt to, to shift along or, or some, you know what I mean? He, was, he turned around and instructed him, which yeah. I don't think... They necessarily not not that they needed it in the first half, but I don't think they had anyone really, you know, being that defensive general. Mm-hmm. That um, you know, we know that McGregor can be, but isn't naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, having a natural player like that who's you know loud, a leader, will make a huge difference to the to the way that we play for the rest of the season, hopefully. I massively help McGregor because for the last few weeks McGregor's been instructing every part of the, uh, mm. the pitch whereas now with McCarthy he, he's now got a person who can take the defence and allow McGregor to go up and kind of yeah. lead from the front whereas he's tried yeah. to lead the entire team Yeah, yeah. absolutely but you know they, so, so Hearts, Hearts changed their shape when um in the second half and then by about the hour mark I would have said uh, they kind of got a foothold in the game again not that they had much of the ball but we didn't um, we weren't zipping it around as much and you know I think a lot of that is just fatigue because we've played mm-hmm. a lot of football in the last couple of weeks and it's been more or less the same team yeah um, but uh, it started to get a little bit sloppy I would say not not, not that we weren't still good we, weren't, we were keeping the ball and everything but then the little things like even the penalty incident, I don't think that would have happened in the first hour of the game. Yeah, we looked very nervous coming out the second half. I thought I thought we started quite shaky and then the penalty didn't really help. I thought after the penalty before we got the goal, we still looked surprised all the heads didn't go down. I think if this was last season, uh, the heads would have went straight down, whereas we yeah. got them back up and we just went right for them again and got that second goal, uh, third goal, sorry. Yeah, I never, you know, the difference from last season for me personally is that there was no fear even when mm-hmm. Hearts scored. You know, I never thought like, oh, we're going to lose this now. Whereas last season, it had been like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. Was um the obvious comparison, I mean, the cup final against Hearts last season, we were comfortable in the first half, went 2-0 up, and then they came back and got a goal in like, what, 47th or 48th minute, and we shot yeah. it. And like, I think most of us can comfortably say they were better in the second half and extra time that game. You know, oh, yeah. and I suppose that's just the comparison in terms of last year. We're sort of instantly, like, oh shit, here we go again. And like they were very lucky, they were very unlucky not to get something out of that game. Whereas this year, we just sort of ploughed on ahead and went and got a third. So, I that's one of the things I've noticed over the last few weeks that uh, we've kind of recovered under Andrews that allowing just to go. Mm. Get, uh, Jab won that game was when they went. Th- it was C two. We immediately went and got that fourth goal. Which yeah. I was really surprised at the time because I thought, oh no, here's the head's going to go down. It's going to be three two. We're going to have to go to Parkhead and hopefully win. Whereas we went right back mm. up and got that Christie goal. Yeah, yeah, because you know it's just going to be. I tweeted the other. 
Okay, yeah. Sorry, go on. No, no. Oh, I was going to say I, I tweeted the other day about um the quote the quote from Ange on the mm. mic up thing where he was like we 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 stop at half time and we stop at full time when we celebrate, but during the game we don't fucking stop. Like you can see that you can see that already being implemented in yeah. terms of the mentality he's trying to build. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it, it just seems like uh, you know. We're, we're that that's obviously the end goal, but we're still probably we can probably do it for an hour or seventy minutes, but we've still got that mm. little yeah. last stretch to to get there. And I mean, there's been I think that if that was to be I mean, the case in Europe, then it would probably end up being a pretty cagey last twenty minutes, where it maybe feels still, a bit more like a Celtic European game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're still building up from Neil Lennon levels of fitness, aren't yeah. we? Though? So I think when Ange has actually had a few months with the players to actually implement a proper fitness regime into them, I think you'll see it, it does remain the Rogers level of fitness yeah. where, we, where we were able to go for long periods in games. It does remind me of the start of <coughs> Dyla's uh, yeah, run. Yeah, massively. We were just, we were so, because obviously he even criticised Neil Lennon fitness-wise, but it was a very yeah. slow start under Dyla, and then it picked up in his first mm. season. I think that will happen under Ange again. I think give it a few, maybe a couple of months, and we'll be whizzing around these teams, Livingston, Ross County, these teams won't know what will hit them. <laughs> Aye. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. But I think, yeah, so I think that that's really... Even even at the moment, we're far fitter than any other team we've come up against so far. Mm. Just that intensity, we need to be able to keep up, and I don't think we're far away. I think it's just probably another couple of weeks or yeah. maybe a month or so, and we'll see over the course of the season that we're probably ramping. Up. Um, but yeah, fingers crossed. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, and then Kyogo got his goal. Um, it was an awkward angle. Uh, brilliant finish, I thought. You don't Such see a them. joy. <laughs> yeah, I love his, his celebration where he just dropped to the ground as well. I love him so much. <laughs> Ro- Ro- yeah. I think Rogic's ball and him was very good and all. Uh, Rogic, Rogic was brilliant. And what player? Uh, but, but I thought those two were probably both the best players mm-hmm. across the whole game. Cigar. Yeah, mm. it, first half especially Rogic just like, it, nobody could touch him. Fast yeah. feet, just everything. Shooting maybe not up to scratch, but I was going to say he probably should have scored maybe. Yeah, but the football he played that in yesterday's probably best performance in months, maybe even a couple of years. I would say the same. Yeah, I thought to his credit, I thought David Turnbull was brilliant as well. Mm -hmm. I thought Uh, I thought they were both brilliant across the whole game. I think, and I think you can really see Turnbull blossoming into the system now. Yeah, Turnbull's ball into Kyle go for the first goal. It's very that. underlooked. It's phenomenal. Mm. Because of the pass that came after yeah. it. But, yeah. <laughs> if if that had been the one, you know what I mean? If it had just been a pretty bog standard pass, that would have been the one that was in the highlight reels. The yeah. turbo pass, I mean. Yeah. And mm. I mean, as the game went on, I think it was pretty just... Furuhashi probably could have scored again. McGregor, you know, we spoke about his, his effort from outside the box where... Um, it just looked like for sure it was going in, but Gordon pulled off a bit of a worldly there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, towards the end, Montgomery probably could have scored as well after Ralston tried to recreate his uh, yeah. <laughs> his last Hearts performance. But yeah. That, I honestly I mean, thought he was going to score again. 
I was, yeah. Honestly, I, was, I wasn't at the game, but I was watching for the man. I was on the edge of my bed, just going, go for it, do it. <laughs> Same, I was like, I was like, please go on, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been unbelievable. Uh, yeah. I think that shows the confidence that I just put into him. That he's willing to just try and do another mm. message on. <laughs> yeah. I, just before we started recording, and it was him that was on press duty for. Mm. See that he did the. He just seems to be brimming with confidence at the moment, and you know, long may it last. Because I. If, I don't know if it was getting. I don't know if it was getting that new contract, but he'd have known signing that contract that he's he was only really being kept sort of as a necessity because we didn't have many players in defence, but he's fully taken that as right. Well. I've got a contract here. I'm going to play for it, and I'm mm-hmm. going to play for my place. And he's, yeah. you know, you can't, you can't fault himself out of the season, really. Not at all. And he was no. singing Andrew's praises to the, mm. you know, the highest degree in that um, press conference there, saying that you know the manager's been great with him, and uh, you know, just I don't know. He just seems like he's. Uh, uh, I, I keep going to say something that is. Like, <laughs> probably irresponsible but he's, he's starting to make that shirt his own is what I'm trying to say I yeah. think he's yeah. he's putting down a, a case for that first choice I don't think he's got not quality but I don't think he is that good enough for first choice but I think he's really putting it down going I should be getting a look in here and I, I, he should uh, Jornovic he still needs to come in another right back does need to come in but I think it, that I think that transfer also will give him so much more confidence because it'll look because Obviously, Junovic is a lot more quality than Ralston, but Ralston yeah. is going to he'll put his heart and soul into it to go, right, I'm going to try and get ahead of this guy, even though he's better than me. I'm going to try and yeah. get ahead of him. The yeah, competition I mean, the places is only going to be a good thing as well. Mm-hmm. Sort of having them both pushing, pushing each other to make each other better. Mm. Yeah. That's what, and that's what I feel we need on the left-hand side, because I don't really think we've got it with Bollingoli and Taylor. I think no. we need someone else on that left-hand side to really be pushing Taylor and pushing that position. I don't know if Montgomery's quite ready for that yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see with Montgomery because the the little, like, I think when he come on for 10-15 minutes um, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, he's shown flashes of being a pretty decent player but I haven't, I haven't really seen mm-hmm. all that much of him to know what um, what to expect from him, you know, like where he stands in the in the pecking order. Yeah. Um, it's the good thing about him is that he can play both left back and left wing, so it's like he's very yeah. versatile. So, uh, he's a I striker think he, till he was 17, I think. Yeah, so down mm. the line, I think he'll maybe get a start. And I, I can't, I'd like to see how he starts because I want to see him in the start lineup one time and see how he does. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think you know that. Assuming we, you know, we go go back over it again, but the assuming that we do bring up bring in reinforcements, uh, you know that, that that's at least um, that's that's really the final pieces of the puzzle as far as as far as like the this season squad anyway. You know the mm-hmm. the last couple of the mm-hmm. backups at right back and left back. Anything else is just a bonus, I would say. Yeah, it just adds more depth. And then obviously yeah. you've got the January transfer window just in case we need to get in there and then. So, yeah, our record in January transfer windows is not good, mate. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not the last, but... last few years, fucking hell. <laughs> it's not, but I believe in Ange Postel. <laughs> He's done everything. Do you believe in the board? That's the issue. Yeah. 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 And then I, I guess it, just before we wrap up the review, um, 
Hart scored the last minute consolation, but it didn't really. It was basically last kick of the ball. It didn't it was the most one sided three two game of, of mm-hmm. as I said, I've probably yeah. ever seen. Didn't felt like it was against the runner play. I'm not entirely sure which uh, centre half's fault it was, but um, yeah, yeah. Glad to see the end of Hearts for a bit, to be honest. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I don't have a problem playing them. I mean, I know we've had our trouble in the past, but I do back us most of the time. Um, but no, it's, it's never enjoyable playing against them because something can always go wrong. Mm-hmm. Especially at Tynecastle. Yeah. Tynecastle's a very hard place to go. Especially uh, with no away fans. With no away fans as well. So hopefully, I think probably pay, play them again at Tynecastle March time, maybe February. So hopefully yeah, by then we've got the away fans and they'll boost us on because I think that's what we needed. Yeah. yeah um, so, yeah, that's, I suppose, time to move on. I think that was um pretty good performance, promising and things to carry on into the AZ Alkmaar game. Um, so just to give a bit of a um background to AZ Alkmaar, to anyone who hasn't done the research or doesn't care to, it's fair enough. Um, they lost. They lost against uh Walwike, Wal Walwike, at the weekend. Who finished fifteenth in the Eredivisie last season? <laughs> um, I, I know that Jablonek were the same. They'd lost the weekend before we played them as well. Um, so you know, <laughs> yeah. maybe maybe something. We'd also lost the week before it. we played Jablonek. To be fair. <laughs> That that's also true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's questions around whether their um captain will play. Mm. Uh Owen Owen Wendell, you know, the left yep. back. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a really good he's, player. He's injured. Yeah. Uh, him so and Coop Miners are both really Coop good. Miners as well. Coop Miners is push for a move, aren't they? Pushing for a move, yeah. yeah. And uh their Swedish winger who's kind of seen as their um star player now that um Calvin Stengs is gone. Jesper Carlson is suspended. So they've got a few key players that are out. Of, I'm so out pleased that Stengs is gone because him, him yeah. up against Taylor. Yeah. Mm, re- yeah. I really wasn't looking forward to the idea of. So I'm really pleased that he's mm-hmm. gone now. As much as they're all missing big players, and I think if you'd asked me two seasons ago, that would get me excited. It would have, but after Sparta Prague. I'm not mm. underestimating teams who are losing four or five players because that, I get PTSD now uh, from that game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so just I'm not under I'm not under uh, rating them or anything like that. I think they'll still give us a good game no matter how many players are missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's not go in and think oh we're going to struggle this because our captains pushed for a move and they've lost their best four players because Sparta Pride had lost about eleven players and they humped yeah. us four one. So <laughs> twice, twice. So yeah. let's not <laughs> underestimate. <laughs> Did you say you're more confident now than when the draw was made? At least, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Because I mean, so, I think we hadn't think... we hadn't played Jablonek then, had we? No, mm, no, because we kind of knew that this that game, yeah. you know, was yeah to play against. I think we drew them while we were going into the uh, Jablonek yeah. game. So That's right, that yeah. just made it even worse. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but from as much as people going, oh, it's Dundee Hearts and some teams for the middle of nowhere. Uh, from what I've seen, footballing wise, I'm yeah. so much more confident now than I was 
after the uh, when we first drew them. Aye, hundred percent. I think I think that we've definitely got um, a good chance, especially with the first legs at home, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think this is the leg yeah. we kill it. We need to kill it here. Yeah, because I think chasing a game over there is going to be difficult Tough, to say the yeah. least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so th- does anyone you know? Th- do you have any um, predictions at all as to how the game's going to go? And a scoreline, perhaps, if, you, if you're if you're. Interested. I'm gonna go two-one Celtic. I'm gonna go with that as well. I mean, it's gonna be really tight, but I think at home, in front of our own fans, I think we'll just edge it. I said the other night we were gonna run rings on them. I'd <laughs> take that back. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go three-one. Wow. I, I, can't, I, cannot I, would, I don't know how happy I'd be with a two-one, but a three-one I would take. Yeah, I can't see it not conceding against. Easy. Yeah. Well, I could see, I could see three two being more likely to be honest. Oh, that sounds hell. Uh, I'm just yeah, glad there's no wiggles. <laughs> yeah, no going, going over there. Even without wiggles, sounds like fucking hell. So let's not. That's, <laughs> for some reason, one nil sounds better than. But... For some reason, one nil sounds better than three two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, Cry. I'll I'll call it I'll call it three one. Uh, I'm gonna go go bold. I'd, I'd love a 3 1. Yeah, that'd be good. 2 1, um, but yeah, I'd be very nervous. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking that. 2 1 to 3 2, to be honest. I just don't have the confidence defensively. But I think going forward, uh, I think we can definitely score. Okay. Yeah, I just well, need that to, for me, a two goal, a one goal cushion is not good enough to go yeah, away I agree. to Holland. We need no, that two goals. But I agree with uh, defensively. <laughs> But you don't know, well, we could come out and bat them 5 0 tomorrow. We don't know. And we but, could also uh, lose 5 0. We also could lose 5 0. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, I, I can't see, if even we lose this season, I can't see us not scoring. Yeah. Just because how okay, good we are. 5 1 then. 5 1. 5 1. I cannot cool. see us drawing a single game like 0 0 or only 1 0. No, it's, it's going to be I like 2 inches. I know. What was the thing with Ange when he first came? It's like he had four four games. He'd rather have that than he a said, I'd rather, I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather draw, f- I'd rather win four three than draw nil nil or something yeah. like which is kind of fucking obvious. But, <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> but yeah, um, so cautiously confident, I would say, going into the Alkmaar game. Um, yeah, so we'll move on into um, the Twitter questions. So. I tweeted it, tweeted out for Twitter questions far too late in the day, so you haven't got that many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, so the first question uh, from Matthew is: uh, Will Stephen Welsh be a starter for Celtic in the season twenty twenty five twenty six? Yes. Y- yes or no? I'm gonna Good. say yes as well. I'm gonna go a step further and say he'll probably be captain by that stage. Mm. Twenty depending on how old. Mm. How old? How old? Cal- I mean, Callum McGregor is what. 28, 29? Yeah, something like but that. I don't, I don't right know. It's, where, it's, whether, it's whether Callum McGregor's still, mm. actually in five years, if he's only if he's only 33, he probably still will be He could captain, be vice-captain by then. Yeah, he'll definitely be sort of vice-captain, probably take, steadying himself to take it off McGregor whenever he retires. That's what I'm going to go for. He will be the starter, and I shall take back four, which goes for the European Europa League that season and wins it. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Okay, come back and have you looked, six nah, have you years looked, to this have you podcast in the European Cup like Billy McNeil. Oh, have you looked right. in the European Cup like Billy McNeil? <laughs> <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> I 
Ralph's that he's left. Ralph's going to win in a champion, oh. Europa League soon and all. Got to happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dane Murray by his side. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not against it. I like him. Will finally be in the first team. <laughs> if he's not left, if he's not left by then. Probably not. <laughs> if he's still well, got yeah. his mind, but... Yeah, he could be playing for Real Madrid by that point, so... Mm. <laughs> and yeah. Kyle will be Man City's starting striker. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't you know. <laughs> <laughs> that would break my heart. Next question is from Rab, who asks, why is Bolongoli the best left-back in this footballing establishment? Because Trump is telling a lie. I don't care what you say, PT. He's fucking shit. <laughs> Ignorance. <laughs> fucking wank. Ignorance in the transfer market is why he's the best left back. Yeah. We went for a Kamala right back and a left back who squared up to uh, Alfredo Morelos in one game. Yeah, That's not how we yeah. should be doing business. <laughs> I, I, I do think that Bolongoli has it. I do. I, I know he's maybe not your your defensive. Uh, Jesus Christ! It reminds me of Mendy, but less shit. Kind of go forward. Aye. He cannot defend. Same as I'd Mendy. rather have Greg Taylor. Yeah. yeah I just. I just. He's so much more competent, just in general. I think, like, I'm not saying Greg Taylor. Greg Taylor is nothing special. And he's not Celtic quality, but he does a like job, I, and he sticks to that. I feel like I must Even... be completely misremembering Bolongoli, but I just thought he was exciting. I know I know he was prone to a mistake, but it just seemed like he was he always dance. just going for it. And he could dance, yeah. <laughs> exciting slash bomb scare. I mean Is that not scary though that we've had we've heard as uh, much as Liam Scales can play left back, we've heard nothing on that position. Like there's yeah. been no, no rumours or anything. Just... The only thing we had was Aaron Hickey and then Bologna wanted to yeah. make money for him. So, so just... Or Josh Doig earlier in the window. Mm-hmm. But... So are we just sticking with Taylor then? Or are we, are we going to make like a last-minute signing on deadline day? I'd love Doig, personally. Mm. I, th- I don't know why we aren't just making that deal happen if Hibs... Well, yeah. I mean, Doig was left out of one of the squads a couple of weeks ago because they thought he was going to go the next day. Yeah, he was going to yeah, go to Watford and reject him because he wants to stay he's at to go to Watford or something. Yeah. No, he, so, yeah, if he's rejecting Watford, I don't know how... Does he come to us? I don't think he does. Not it seems... Season. I think so. I think it's. I think it, it just... It makes too much sense. Like, in terms of the way he plays, in terms of Andrew's system, it just... It makes too much sense that it definitely won't happen. Yeah, I mean, it's not like the Celtic board to go for a logical move. I mean... Exactly. Yeah. We have we've, now, we've done it too many now, times it, with these type of signings. Mm. Like, you look at John McGinn. Oh, don't don't get me started. Oh, I thought about no, this the other day. Don't, I don't make want to. <laughs> I mean, we, uh, should, we should have signed James McCarthy a decade ago, if you think I, about it. We've we got him now. We'll get, we'll get John McGinn in five years. <laughs> I said that. Right. We'll get John McGinn in a few <laughs> transfer in five years. I'm against that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if that's if he's well. not playing for a big top six. Club that isn't asked alone because he could break McGinn, in. McCarthy, McGregor. Oh, Stephen Welsh is captain. McFell. What is what is this? The retirement home? F- Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> are we fucking crippled by then? <laughs> get when Yama uh, yeah. back and all. Mind we were going to get him a few seasons ago on the Wednesday. Oh, I forgot about that. And we all bringing out all, everyone bringing all the spaghetti memes. 
Yeah, yeah. Did you see that thing? Um, there was a there was a Montreal Impact fan who had like a big sign up that said, "Um, will Wanyama will trade your shirt for spaghetti." And he like oh, he asked, he took his shirt off and he like handed back like a pack of spaghetti to <laughs> Wanyama. Walked off. It's fucking brilliant. Wow, he what a player he was. He was unreal. I still think about his goal against Hearts. That was like, I might. <laughs> Might have been his debut, I don't know, but uh, he scored a scream right at home against Hearts and then Fraser Forster saved a last-minute penalty. That header oh. against Barcelona will never be forgotten. No, no unreal. Some boy. Chalamel Grubel were at it also. Oh, player. No. Oh. Well, man. if we're talking great about old players, we're going to be here a while. We're going to be <laughs> here a while. It's a great commentator as well. No, it's not. No, it's not. Give him every game till the end of the season. I want to get more depression. I know. I know. This is not the answer to this question, but what did my not about Charlie Mulgrew was the. It's it's what happens to someone who scores a free kick where commentators like uh, set piece specialist. Nearly every Charlie Mulgrew free kick was a complete waste of time. <laughs> in the stand right. or against the wall almost every time I don't know I just yeah I think I think that kind of ruined him for me he was a good player but I think I was about seven when he played so I don't remember him in too much detail I'm an old man <laughs> alright I love him but uh, moving on uh, <laughs> yeah, good, 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 yeah. Uh, our very own Ross uh, asks ideal 11 for Wednesday and in general two signings that we need we'll do the 11 first the same Probably that just... played Sunday minus Forrest and get Abada back in yeah I would say I think, you know think that we maybe drop Actually, Rogic or something for maybe Sorry. I'd maybe, like to, I'd maybe like to see McCarthy come in just for a bit more defensive solidity. Yeah, I don't or know. Maybe Sorrow for Turnbull. Yeah, Sorrow for Turnbull. Does, does McCarthy come into this squad with less match fitness or do how big it is or do we go with Sorrow who has the more match fitness on I would rather play Sorrow. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be opposed to McCarthy but I, I think Sorrow's more likely to start than McCarthy. Just McCarthy don't slide the bit of field, son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. McCarthy with not a great deal of match fitness against an Altmark team mm. doesn't exactly. So I think, yeah, I don't, the only thing is I think it's unfair slightly on Rogic or Turnbull, whichever that's one you That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like, they're both, they're Do both you well, that, think, That's football. I They've think, got to understand the type of game it is. Yeah. I think I think that it's got to be Rogic that gets dropped off the bench as well. Personally. Also, the um, fact that Rogic could tire out. Very yeah. fast against an. If you can mark. swap those over, if you get to sixty minutes or sixty-five minutes, mm-hmm. then you can swap Rogic for Turnbull. Like you don't lose the threat. So yeah, yeah. that's true. I pr- I probably look at Sorrow or McCarthy with an edge on Sorrow because he's got a bit more fitness in him. Um, yeah. and then a badder for Forest if he's mm. back to fitness, which he should be. I or even then, a badder on the bench, and it could he's a player who could come on last thirty minutes and make an entire yeah, di- difference. So mm-hmm. yeah. And then just keep Eddie and Kyogo because what a partnership. Yeah. Aye, absolutely. And I mean, that, what does that mean for Ryan Christie? <laughs> uh, Aaron Smith will be crying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's injured, isn't he? Uh, so yeah. it, it's, it's so good that we have a, a front three which is interchangeable. We mm. have so many good players. Like right wing, is, I don't think, I've not seen anybody bring this up. We have so many right wingers now. We had about one 
and we were last in all four us the last five years, and now we've got about three, and I've heard mm. they'll rave about it. <laughs> I mean, uh, look at you. Look at we've still got someone like Karamoko to come back in from mm-hmm. injury soon, and you look at like I, I'd expect him to be getting a decent amount of time this season. Yeah, so it's just it's great to actually have competition places though, especially going forward. It's yeah, what we've liked for so long. Because hmm. when Forrest got injured last season, we were rubbish, and then a half fit Forrest comes into the team and makes the entire difference. Well, we yeah. were making, we were making. I remember people saying last year, like I think it was like January 2019, we were getting when we brought Shved in. Rogers made some comment like, "I don't need another winger. I've already got too many of them." And then within two years, we went from having like far too many wingers to about two. It's because Lennon sold El- them all and just Yeah, Elianusi and Forrest, and then like now, like. <laughs> We're all of a sudden having like three or four options. You're, you're missing that. January have been absolutely on my knees for Martin Boyle, and now mm. we've got Leila Bada, and I'd, I'd rather not have Martin Boyle in this way. Not that I've ever said on my knees for Martin Boyle. Mm. He's off to Aberdeen, apparently. I assume not that. Five, yeah, five hundred k. Well, they rejected it. They rejected it for five hundred k. He's not a five hundred k player. He's one point five. Are they taking Lawwell? He's twenty eight. I didn't realise he was, like, was twenty eight. Get a game for Scotland then. Uh well he's Australian. Australian. Yeah. He's Australian, isn't he? Well yeah, he was born he's... in Aberdeen. Yeah. I thought he declared what, what, for Australia. What a sad yeah, he does. He does. Life he does. Story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, it's just yeah, born in Aberdeen. That's enough. No. <laughs> it's the first it's the first thing I saw I when I saw that, that price tag, I was like <laughs> it's the first thing I saw when I was like 500k bid. I was like, I know they took Brown, but did they take Lawler as well? Because, like, huh. fuck me. Aye, Lawler yeah. balling. Oh, oh, fucking Dob Akai following the big, the big book of transfers by Pedro Lawler. I know. Wank. We're like, <laughs> still too dead but managed to fuck up the scales deal somehow by balling himself <laughs> yeah. uh, you're running at the other end of the table mm. <laughs> two phones yeah. fuck off <laughs> 100k no fucking chance just sticks the phone down I wonder how much we're actually paying for him because I've not seen any reported know. fee yeah me neither he's just sending k, money from one bank account to another yeah I thought yeah. it was something like 300k was it spare change yeah. Okay, uh, I can't see he's paying a million pounds for a League of Ireland player. Not on the League yeah. of Ireland, but it's you just don't do that. Yeah, no. no. And I mean, I think I think that we might. I, I I don't want to say that he's he he seems to me like one of those like uh, Luke O'Connell or Leo Connor signings mm-hmm. where we'll sign him and then. Not here. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it won't be the case. But to me, it seems like it'll be one of those signings where it's just like a staunch signing that we never see again. I know. Well, I suppose the... because the Wicker Corner deal still annoys me because he's a very good player and we just mm. don't play him. Aye. Well, as much as yeah, maybe not, he probably would walk into this first uh, this midfield three due to how good that is. But uh, he needs to get a lot more chances because he's not he's not him and Liam Shaw. They can't play for the B team. So it's either they're going to go out and loan, or we're going to have to give them chances, and I hope they do, especially with Liam Shaw, because he's very good. Yeah, was it? Yeah, um, absolutely. Was it? Where was it that Luke O'Connell went on loan to at the back end of the last season? Queens Park. Queens Park. Yeah, I thought it was Queens Park. Yeah, but he was really good there. Like the I know it's a step up to the Premiership, but he was really good on the back end of last season. So I heard a lot of raving reviews. 
Yeah, I think he was. You uh, and Henderson as well at Dunfermline got yeah. really positive reviews. So I just you just don't really know what's happening with either. Of them. And Kerr McEnroy as well. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think I think this is the manager though who will give these players chances. I yeah. think Ange. I was going to say really loves youth, but that just sounds so wrong. Uh, <laughs> he likes youth players, and I think maybe not now due to how early it is on the season. It is into the season. But I think as we go out of the season, we'll start seeing more mm. Henderson and Shaw and Connell and even Robertson and all, who I've heard quite yeah. good things from. And he he'll was, even, um, they were, he was brilliant in League One down here last, last year. Moffat exactly. and all, what a player. Yeah. Bring him like in. Like and Doncaster, but he was, yeah, I mean, the Colts got 10 the other day. So. Mm-hmm. But no, Robertson somewhere. He got five of them, I think, did he? Yeah. Moffat, yeah. Because I, I suppose, obviously... I mean, you know, obviously I live down here, but like following like the lower leagues in England, like Robertson mm-hmm. was someone who was like, like Gillingham and Doncaster and he was raved about by like, both yeah. sets of fans has been really, really good. So I think if he's, if he's ready to take a step up into sort of that more like defensive position in the midfield, then I think he, he could be a really good one. Yeah. It'll also be oh, massive well. for depth and all. Yeah. Yeah. Because of how we could, talk about... uh, fixture congestion we're going to get with Europe mm. and stuff like that, there's going to be games where we'll play a lot more youth players against a St Mirren or even a Livingston because of we've played Europe on the Thursday. Yeah. If we're, if we're still in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. But yeah, that'll that'll probably do it for the Twitter questions. Uh James I think has a quiz. Right. Yeah. Um so I did I did this about two or three hours ago, the European qualifiers quiz. So do oh. you all want to be do you all want to go into the draw for this? I yeah, go on. Go for it. All right. Okay, I'm generating the numbers now. So actually, shit. Who wants one, two, and three? I'll go to. I'll take two. I'll go to. Okay, Reece, So Reese is having two. Peter, what? Which one do you want? I'll take uh, three. I'll take one. All right. Okay. Right. So Reese is the first draw in the quiz number two. I've not done a quiz yet. You okay? <laughs> Peter, number one. Ah, yes. Actually, oh, you took the number three, didn't you? Oh, so yeah, I did, number yeah. one. <laughs> so I actually yeah, tag Okay. Up. All right. So it's, Re- it's Reese versus Joe. Go for right, it. Right. Okay. Go so on. five questions. Five questions each. I'll come to each of you um, okay. individually. Okay. Um. So who wants set A and who wants set B? Uh, Reese, since you want you won the you won the draw, so you can pick. I will set B. All right. Oh. Okay. So, Joe, first question from set A. Brendan Rodgers lost his first game as Celtic manager in Champions League qualifying away in Gibraltar. Who were the team who won that game 1-0? Lincoln Redemps. Correct. Oh, Fox Rook. <laughs> <laughs> Why did that fix it be? Right, okay. <laughs> okay, so I'll come to you, Reese, on set B. Celtic had to play their home games away from Parkhead in the 2014-15 European qualifiers due to the Glasgow Commonwealth Games. Where did we play instead? Murrayfield. Correct. Well, right. Miguel Walsh slapped us. <laughs> oh, we, we won 3 0. That's right, yeah. <laughs> All right. Not to give anything away, but you might want to keep hold of that uh, answer. Oh. What you've just said following oh. the. Uh... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, question, right, question two for Joe. Yeah. Who was the only goal scorer when Celtic were knocked out of the Champions League by Ferenc Varos last summer? Oh, I, I've done this question. It was Ryan Christie. Correct. Okay, I, think I, I think I asked Aaron that question. 
on the weekends. You, you might have thought you might have done actually. I could, was, I <laughs> might have right? been on that. Was I on that podcast? I don't think you were. I don't think you were. <laughs> no, okay. All right, let me off then. <laughs> you weren't last night. That is shocking. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened. To, I've listened to most of them. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, I think I missed. I think I missed one, and that was probably it. Uh, question two for Reese. In the same qualifying campaign, which side beat Ronnie Dyler's Celtic comfortably but were later disqualified due to illegible, illegible players? Allegia <laughs> <laughs> Warsaw. <laughs> it was, correct. <laughs> right, so 2-2. Two, two. Joe, Celtic had to beat Astana in Champions League qualifying in 2016 in order to free up funds for Brendan Rodgers to sign which player? Oh. Right, okay, so let me remember by Kit. Uh, Roger's first season. Yeah, was it his first season? Yeah, we played a stand both years, I think. Yeah, we did. Oh, mm. oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to say Mister Dembele. No, it was Scott Sinclair. Aye, I wasn't sure because he was brought in the week later. Yeah, right. Mister right, yeah. scored okay. the penalty in the first leg. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I don't remember playing a stand first time. I don't remember the 5-0 and 4-3. No, uh, we beat them one. I think it was 1-0 at Parkhead for a Dembele penalty and then it might have been like 2-1 over there. I mean, right, no, I don't remember Oh, wait, did Robert score? Maybe. No, that was the... Uh, only because I was looking these up early. It was uh, Griffiths and Dembele both scored penalties first half and second half. Oh, right. Okay, no, I'm going No, Dembele scored both penalties because <laughs> we don't mention the other man. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, true. Ah, yeah, Dembele breaks. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, that, that Dembele 50 goal season was phenomenal. Oh, <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> oh that's pissed off for Chelsea does now. <laughs> uh, They're not listening anyway. No. <laughs> Especially after the first few podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Opportunity for Reese to go three two ahead. So, name two of the players to score in Celtic's five two win over Hapoel Belshaver in the same Champions League qualifier under Brendan uh, Rogers. Rogic and Brown. Yes. Because I seen the video so actually, earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't. I won't. So there was four options. I'm not going to mention one of them. Yeah, I know the one you mean. It was yeah. actually a good free kick as well. It was. But <laughs> the other, the other three options were Rogic, Brown, and Dembele. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Reese is three two up. Now, uh, these last two on both sides are a little bit difficult or more okay. difficult. So, <laughs> question four for Joe. What Swiss team did Neil Lennon's Celtic face in the 2011-12 oh. Europa League qualifying? Oh, I know it. They it's also got disqualified for them. Yeah, they also got disqualified for ineligible players, which is how we got through. Oh, Kyle yeah. Lafferty played for them. They're Swiss. It. That's the clue. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna annoy me. I think they're Swiss anyway. No, they are yeah. Swiss. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna hate myself when you say it. <laughs> Um, no, nah, I, I don't know. Passing. Yeah. Anyone pass. else want? Anyone else want to come in? Is it Sion? Yeah, Sion. Yeah, uh, Sion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So opportunity. We'll still go at the end, but if you if you get this one, reach yeah. one quiz. What Kazakhstani side did Celtic face under Neil Lennon in the final playoff round for the 2013-14 oh, Champions League qualifiers? Shakhtar Karagandy. Oh, and yes. Rich wins the quest. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll do the last two questions anyway. Yeah. 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 
That James Forrest night. Oh, night. that was oh, beautiful. Hero. I put Jim Lennon running down the touchline. Oh, oh I. <laughs> when, when we still liked him. Yeah, the last time he ran. <laughs> 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 right. That was uncalled for. <laughs> right, oh. fifth question uh, for Joe. All right. Tony Mowbray, Tony Mowbray Celtic lost oh, in Jesus. Champions League qualifying to which English side in 2009? Um, I was five when this happened. Mm-hmm. If you think about that. which English side normally used to finish fourth around that time. Yeah, like no, I know, I know, because I've been told about this anyway, because um, there was a, I, I, I know it, but I'm just going the long way around it. Um, yeah. Apparently there was a really bad dive at the Emirates. Um, no which knocked which knocked us out. So it was Arsenal. It was. Uh, I know it was Arsenal, but apparently there's a really bad dive that knocked us out. Is it Eduardo? I think. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. My dad. My dad still no, uh, loses his head when we talk about that. It was, uh, I mean, uh, Danati scored that so... day. I was what just going to say that, yeah, because I looked it up earlier. Yeah. Danati scored in injury time. Yeah, I was. I was eleven. It was when. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I was four. Sorry, I was four. Jesus Christ! Fucking <laughs> 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 <horrible>. hell! Ah, <laughs> uh, quality. Four years old in two thousand and nine. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Joe. No, no, you're okay. You're okay. It's, uh, right. Carry on. Is it so? Is it... Last, last question for Reese. Even though he's already won the quiz. What club did Celtic famously knock out in the playoff round to reach the 2001-02 Champions League under Martin O'Neill? Oh, uh, I know this one as well. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a highlight reel of it come up the other day because it was like it was the uh, other day. It was like tw- it was like twenty years since, and there was a highlight reel. That's how I, that's yeah, how I yeah. remembered it. Three-one mm. in the away leg. If that helps. Liverpool? No. Nah. It was. Then we're asking to come in. Oh, I think I'm maybe thinking the wrong thing. I, I was thinking it was uh, uh, Helsinki. But it, is it not Esh? Like, uh, no, sorry. I don't Joe? know. <laughs> no, I don't know. I know what game you're talking about. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. I've got, and that's like one of my favourite games I've never, I, I love that game. I remember watching my, the highlights. It was the my connection cloud, yeah. so I didn't actually hear the question, so I was just saying no. It was the yellow and green cat, right. fucking shot and score. Oh, fuck off. I know, I know. I'm absolutely raging. Reese, you're still through. Aye. Wait, who is it? Who is it again? Yeah. Ajax. Ajax, oh, yeah. of course it was, yeah. Fucking hell. Shut you want to... Uh, I don't know. Well, so maybe I've scored. But I remember the kit and all. It was a beautiful kit. I think I've got that kit hanging that up. Yeah, that, that yellow away kit, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm, Bobby Petter. Bobby mm. Petter scored. I know that. Wow. Yeah. I thought, yeah. I thought it was sorting yeah. on the back. <laughs> I've got so, yeah, you say oh, you've got it with Lennon. I've got a Larson. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, he, said, he said Lennon. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> right, okay. so Reese wins the quiz 4-3. Love that. Good game, Joe. Fair play. Fair, Fair play. play. Good game. Good stuff. We go. Well, um, that's about it, I would say. Uh, we've, we've 
covered it all again. Um, yeah, so we'll be back after the uh, first AZ game. I'm not entirely sure when the next one will be. I think we're playing uh, St. Mirren on, uh, on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we'll be back sometime between then, uh, and I assume. But in the short term, uh, give us a share and everything else. Mm-hmm. Smith um, might be back. We don't know. Smith might be back. Never know. <laughs> <laughs> we know he's full of the lisp, so. Uh... <laughs> uh, you won't. You won't miss that. He'll still have a lisp. Best line from last week. Ten times one. He's gonna last his bag fire us. I'm full of the lisp. Oh, this is how we lose our job, boys. <laughs> That's not my finest hour. Anyway, yes. Cheers, everybody. See ya. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nil, nil. Catch us later. <laughs> right. See you later. Thank you. Bye bye. Hello. 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 Just for listening. <laughs>